Coming up, the first week of the season starts with exciting games all over. This is Locked On Now MLB. The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are Locked On Now. Welcome in to Locked On Now MLB. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. We've got the biggest stories throughout baseball. Our Locked On MLB hosts are here, and we're going to start off with our biggest game that went into extras. The biggest game. The Rockies and the Rangers went into the 10th on Monday, and some early controversy ended up handing Colorado the win. A questionable call. Locked on Rockies and Rangers give you both sides of it. Rock on Rockies fans. Paul Holden here from the Locked on Rockies podcast. Well, that was a wacky, wacky ball game, but the Rockies on an overturned call at the end of the game win six to four. Huge, huge late home runs from CJ Crone and Connor Joe. Folks, I mean, that dude's approach at the plate is crazy the Rockies are able to win their first home game uh, or not home game first road game of the season that's what I want to talk about the Rockies starting the season off with a road win it kind of was ugly there was a lot of stuff that 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 just was kind of gross and weird but the Rockies survived they get to some late heroics from players Jose Iglesias had a day Connor Joe comes up big again and there was some strong performances from some bullpen members but Daniel Bard can't be throwing that pitch in that count we got to get rid of that and the Rockies have to take advantage of more runners uh, in with those runners in scoring position they left simply too many people on base in this one but they escaped with the W hopefully they can get another one tomorrow we'll talk about all things Rockies right here on the Locked on Rockies podcast the Rangers hashtag is straight up Texas but it should be straight up screwed over the ending to this Rangers game was one of the most egregious ways an umpire could end a baseball game that I have seen in many many years based on this stupid now completely enforceable slide rule challenge review. I don't know what the umpires in New York were thinking, why this was challenged. There was nothing wrong with this slide. The Rangers were down 6-4, to four, heading into the bottom of the 10th inning. They had a man on first, a man on second. Adolis Garcia hits a ball to the third baseman, and he is hustling. He is hustling. Mitch Garver is on first base. He slides legally. Perfectly legally, not even intentionally dirty, just tries to slide into second base, ends up hitting the second baseman. The second baseman makes an errant throw, and Adolis Garcia goes all the way to second base, and even though Mitch Garver is out at second, he brings the run home, and it's a one-run game. It should have been a one-run game with Nathaniel Lowe up and Adolis Garcia at second base, but instead, because it wasn't the most supreme perfect slide that didn't touch anybody but also didn't you know go through the base or didn't you know hurt anybody's feelings the rangers got that run taken off the board the game is over six to four in a game where the bullpen blew it the defense blew it and the umps really blew it i am heated at the end of this game i don't know what on earth they could have possibly seen about mitch garver's slide into second base that was illegal he was still on the base still touching the base 
when he made that slide at the end of his slide. There was nothing wrong with it, and I can't possibly imagine what boneheaded thing those umpires in New York were thinking when they made that call on the review. Rangers lose. It's fine. I'm fine. We'll get over it tomorrow. The Phillies were down by four in the bottom of the eighth, but ended up winning it five to four. One big inning was enough to get Philly the win locked on. Phillies goes through the big inning while locked on Mets tries to understand how things fell apart. My goodness, what a comeback win for your fighting Phillies. Connor Thomas locked on Phillies. Man, a four-run deficit. It does not matter when you have this lineup. The best catcher in baseball sends one into the seats. Didi Gregorius in the gap to give him the lead. What a win. The Mets choke it away with a four-run lead. And the fighting fills. This lineup's dangerous. It doesn't matter if you're up four, eight, 20. Until this game's over, they're not dead yet. The 2022 fills are looking awesome. And a 1-0 series lead over the NL East division rival New York Mets. You just absolutely love to see it. Nick Nelson, a great appearance in relief. Brad Hand with this first save of his time here in Philadelphia. What's not to love about what just happened for the Phillies? We got to figure out the defense still. But man, if this team is going to swing it like that until the final out of the game, they're going to be a really, really hard team to put away. Let's go win the series tomorrow. You got Zach Wheeler on the mound, the Cy Young runner-up. Let's take care of business, win the second straight series. But man, what a comeback win. Sing the song, Harry. It's high hopes in Philadelphia. Well, that was a frustrating loss for the New York Mets. This is Ryan Fickelstein, host of Locked On Mets. And through the first seven innings of that game, the Mets were cruising. They're keeping the Phillies off the board. They scored early. The Phillies looked terrible on defense, as we expected coming into the season, giving the Mets extra opportunities. But in the eighth inning, Trevor May gets hurt for the Mets. They end up having to go to Joely Rodriguez, a left-handed reliever. And all of a sudden, all hell breaks loose. The Phillies end up scoring five runs in that eighth inning. The Mets drop two games in a row. All of that optimism the Mets had when they won their first three games of the season has evaporated quickly, but we're five games into the season. There's no reason to overreact. I understand it's a devastating loss for the night, but that's the beautiful thing about baseball. You still have 157 more games. You still have two more against the Phillies. We'll freak out if the Phillies win the next two. For now, upset, but just for a night, okay? Just one loss. Let's relax, Mets fans. Calm down. The Orioles are hoping that their first win of the season on Monday will spark a new streak after they got swept to start the season over the weekend. Locked on Orioles tells you what went right when they beat the Brewers. And the Orioles are in the win column. They're not going to go 0-162 this year. Connor Newcomb here, host of Locked on Orioles, walking through the streets of Fed Hill as the Orioles take down the Brewers 2-0. First of all, how about the hometown kid, Bruce Zimmerman? Four scoreless innings as he starts the home opener in his 2022 debut. That changeup was on point today. Got a lot of strikeouts with it, threw it to righties and lefties. Zimmerman probably had the best start of any Orioles starter so far this year. And then the bullpen, Mike Bauman throwing 98 out of the pen, scoreless. CNL Perez gets some big outs. And then Jorge Lopez, maybe the Orioles closer in 2022, locks down the save for the victory. And, of course, it was great to see Cedric Mullins kind of get off the schneid with the two-run single that leads to the victory. So the O's win it 2 nothing. We'll break it all down as the Orioles get win number one on the season in tomorrow's episode of the Locked on Orioles podcast. 
The Seattle Mariners started off the season with a pair of wins, but they ended up only splitting their four-game set with the Twins. Locked on Mariners reviews a second straight loss for Seattle. Well, at least it's over. This is Siding Gonzalez, host of the Locked On Mariners podcast. Mariners shut out tonight 4 to nothing by the Twins in Minneapolis. They end up splitting this season opening four-game set 2-2 two to two with the Twins. Started out well, a couple wins, feel pretty good about yourself, and then just fell off a cliff. 10-4 blowout loss yesterday. Now this shutout. Yeah, Chris Flexen wasn't the sharpest tonight, but the blame for this loss completely, utterly falls on the shoulders of the Mariners offense. Just a brutal, brutal performance across the board. Mitch Haniger, Ty France, Adam Frazier, you name it. Just awful, awful, awful at bats against a very mediocre pitcher in Dylan Bundy, who did not at all look spectacular tonight. Looked pretty average. But the Mariners just continued to beat themselves up all night long with some just disgusting looking at bats. It was frustrating to say the least to watch but the beautiful thing about baseball is when you have a night like the Mariners just had typically you get another shot to try again tomorrow and bounce back and that's exactly what the Mariners are going to look to do with a very quick turnaround tomorrow 110 Pacific time first pitch in Chicago for the White Sox home opener Matt Brash making his major league debut very excited for that sliders for days hopefully that'll wash the really 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 bad taste of this game out of our collective mouths we're going to be talking about it on locked on mariners tomorrow be sure to check us out on youtube or wherever you get your podcasts we'll see you then peace coming up the yankees and the red sox both struggling to find their offense this is locked on now mlb Today's edition of Locked On Now was brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market. It's made with 100% real chocolate. They have dozens of different flavors, something for everybody, including their new protein-infused marshmallow puffs. So you definitely want to check that out. And if you head over to Built.com, you can use our promo code LOCKED15. It gets you 15% off of your order. You just make sure you use that promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. Welcome back to Locked On Now MLB. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. Let's continue with a look around the league. Let's go around the league. Javier Baez hit a two-run home run in the eighth to give the Tigers the lead and eventually the win over the Boston Red Sox last night. After three losses in their first four games, Locked On Red Sox says there is still no reason to panic for Boston. Say it with me, Red Sox fans. It's only four games into the season, 158 games left. There is no reason to panic after another loss on Monday night. Hey, it's Lauren from Locked On Red Sox, and the Red Sox couldn't get it done against the Detroit Tigers on Monday at Comerica Park. Javi Baez with the heartbreaker, a late-inning home run in the bottom of the eighth inning off Ryan Brazier. Not a bad pitch, really good swing. But still, the offense continued to struggle on Monday night. Jake and I will break all of this down for you on Tuesday's episode of Locked on Red Sox. The Yankees lineup is loaded once again in 2022, but you wouldn't know it based on their game against the Blue Jays yesterday. After four hits against Toronto, Locked on Yankees tries to figure out what went wrong for the bats in the Bronx. This is Stacey Gatsoulias of Locked On Yankees. The Yankees dropped their game against the Blue Jays tonight, 3-0. If you had Jamison Tyone as the first Yankees starter to make it past the fourth inning, you won something. 
Not sure what, but you did. He pitched five innings, gave up two runs on five hits, didn't walk anyone, struck out six, gave up a home run. The Yankees' offense could not do anything against Alec Manoa. He held them to one hit in six innings with four walks and seven strikeouts. And then the infamously not-so-great Blue Jays' bullpen held the Yankees to three hits, no runs. Are the offensive problems of 2021 rearing their ugly head early in 2022? Sure looks like it, although congrats to Aaron Hicks. He only left two on base tonight, as opposed to the six that he left on base on Sunday. I'll have everything you need to know about tonight's game and a quick preview of Tuesday night's game on the next Locked on Yankees. The Royals lost yesterday, but still managed a series split against the Guardians. And Locked on Royals says there were good signs from the game and the four-game set against Cleveland to start the season. The Kansas City Royals split their opening series with the Cleveland Guardians to kick off the 2022 MLB season. I'm Ryland Stiles, host of Lockdown Royals on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. Look, they got the split, and that's what you want to do. You want to split and win series throughout the season. It did not look pretty or smooth on Sunday or Monday, really getting beat handedly. But overall, Brad Keller dealing on Saturday. Zach Greinke dealing on opening day. Bobby Witt Jr. not looking overmatched at the plate while also flashing the leather. All good signs. Plus, Andrew Benatendi looks amazing at the dish right now. Salvador Perez starts to come around today on Monday, and the Royals can continue this momentum heading into Tuesday and Wednesday against the Cardinals, and then a very important divisional series against Detroit at the end of the week. Tune in to Lockdown Royals for all your Royals coverage throughout the season and tomorrow to recap this series against Cleveland. San Diego Padres got a lead early against the Giants and took it all the way for a win. Locked on Padres has more. How about that for a debut? What's going on, guys? Javier Reyes here of the Locked on Padres podcast. The Padres defeat those pesky San Francisco Giants in their first matchup of the season. 4-2. Incredible catch from Jerickson Profar. That's probably going to be making all the highlight reels tomorrow. It's a big web gem. It was great. Profar off to a really good start for the season. But it was all about Nick Martinez tonight making his Padres debut. Of course, pitched in Japan for a whole bunch of years. And the last time he was in Major League Baseball, wasn't that effective. And I criticized him a lot over the offseason. But a really nice start for him for the Padres going five innings, five hits, only one earned run, though, striking out six. Very cool. And also generating 13 whiffs across his pitches over those five innings. So that was very cool. A meticulous, very controlled outing. He did hit one batter, but for the most part, looked really, really solid. And the big thing about Nick Martinez, he doesn't have to be some all-star pitcher. If he can just be the fifth guy in a rotation and deliver pretty decent value in that spot, the Padres are going to need it. And that's the big deal with him. So he looked really nice tonight, especially against a very patient and very strong and very, very good lineup that the Giants have. So love to see that. Let's keep it rolling, everybody. Stay tuned to Locked On Padres, as always. That's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Now MLB. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. Make sure you check out Locked On MLB and your team's Locked On podcast. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Now.